What's up, everybody? We are back up in this thing. Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. I'm your boy Dante here with my fam in the building. KT, what is going zone? Nice, nice, nice. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing, man. This- um, doing good. That's good. That's good. For those that's listening, she took a nice swig of drink, um, drink to show that drink. she's doing good. That, that that drink, drink. But because uh, it's the weekend, it is the weekend. It is the weekend, and I'm I'm ready for the weekend. I'm I'm actually going to um be social this weekend. I'm going to hang out this weekend with uh aight, with some. Aight. Yeah, with some coworkers, nonetheless. Like, yeah, the, I the know people you don't like. Uh, what do you mean? I, I know. Well, there's. I thought there's, you didn't like your coworkers. Well, that's the thing. Overall, I do not care for my coworkers. Now, um, of course, I work in the post office for those listening, and there are you know the carriers and the clerks. I'm on the clerk side. Now, I don't like any of my clerks, with, with the exception of one, but. It's not necessarily the best look to hang out with her because she's a single woman and she's, you know, 24 years old. Uh, like, eh, it just doesn't look right. So, you know, if we're going to hang out, it's going to be uh, better optics. Right. So can't do that. Um, there's another clerk that I'm pretty cool with, but he's 57 years old. And no. And uh, <laughs> And uh, no, but shout out to my guy. But there's a few carriers that, you know, I I, I chit chat with from time to time, kick it, play, you know, sports talk, water cooler talk, that type of thing. And they uh, invited me to to come ball out with them this weekend and kind of shoot the shit a little bit. And I'm like, you know what? I'll be there. Just shoot me the Addy and then I'm going to pull up. And, you know, so we, we're going to do some 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 guy stuff. Shoot some ball, and then I'm going to try to my best to realize that I am not in my prime. I'm not in my athletic prime, so don't go out there trying to dunk on people. But you know, also let them know who runs this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we go. Don't roll your eyes like they supposed to believe in me. That's right, little bro. Go out there, show that. About to get stuck in my head just now. Uh, I had to roll them so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do me like that, man. Don't do me like that. But you know, I'm gonna go be social because, um, which is honestly um, a big step for me because I've been. uh, My outlook as far as people and the world has been so grim. I and you know I've said I've mentioned this in other in previous pods. I just right now my outlook on people is I don't trust them. They they just uh, selfish, evil. I, I think I've I used the word evil quite a few times, but I feel like just people are evil, uh, selfish, self centered, which is synonymous. But you know, just people don't have the best outlook in my eyes right now, and you know. Hanging out, giving some people a chance to hang out and, and quote unquote make friends. Honestly, that's that's big for me. So, uh, man, we got some stuff to get into. Uh, particularly, 
let's go ahead and, and get the semi elephant um out the room. We got to give an update on good old Will Smith and his wife Jada. You know, I've said some things in the last pod um that I stand by. <laughs> I don't I don't roll any of it back. Um and it just seems like you know the the backlash is continuing to come towards Will Smith's way. And I, I, I maintain my stance that I pity this man. Uh, so uh, an update for those who may have missed the last pod and don't know what we're talking about. The Oscar ceremony was a week ago and Chris Rock was hosting. Chris Rock said a joke about Jada Pinkett. Um, Jada Pinkett didn't like it. Will Smith laughed, but once he saw that uh, Jada wasn't too fond of the joke, he got up, walked on stage on, on national television and slapped Chris Rock. And it's been such a polarized argument uh, as far as was he justified? Was he right? Um, there is actually a girl uh, that did a rap uh, basically defending um, Will Smith's actions and this, that, and the third that um, I'm going to do another video on it separately. Um, but just basically so many, so many arguments come up either protect, he's protecting black women or he's protecting his wife. And you know, it doesn't matter. You don't, you know, stop playing with people, blah, 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 blah. blah. But as we d- delved into uh last pot, no, there was a deeper meaning. Chris Rock was basically the proxy. The joke was extremely tame and it did not deserve the reaction uh, that came his way. Um, but that backlash that has come upon Will uh, it continues to snowball because there's been a few movies that he's been working on that's been shelved and or just unplugged. Um, movies he's been working on People have backed away from it or have put it on the back burner. He's working on this movie called a uh, fast and loose supposed to be like a loose adaptation based on a true story. Um, doesn't really even, even matter what the movie is about, but they shelved it. They said, nah, we're not going to work on this just now. Um, so yeah, sorry, Will. They uh, he was also getting a new lead too. Yeah. Also talking about replacing him in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like if we're going to continue with this movie, uh, we're going to, you know, we're considering moving you out the way. Um, also, he was working on or in production and talks for bad boys Four, <laughs> which that has been placed on the back burner and possibly in danger of being shut down. Now, honestly, if I'm being honest, I ain't too mad at Bad Boys 4 being shut down. I, I think they're good with 3. I don't think there needs mm-hmm. to be a Bad Boys 4 because not Bad Boys 3 was not that good. <laughs> I didn't... I wasn't a big fan of Bad Boys 3. Um, yeah, and I just don't think I can sit through a, another 2 hour and 45 minute Bad Boys movie. Uh, so, I think you guys did everything. Bad Boys 1 and 2, I'll just act like only those two bad boy movie exists. Um, and let's just pretend that bad boys three was a horrible spinoff that isn't canon with the story. <laughs> but uh, with that, 
uh, those movies and other deals and stuff people are backing away from. It almost seems as if Will Smith is being canceled, right? Like Will Smith is being canceled. And the people that I see supporting this are like your Republican conservative side, which I find that to be very interesting because I thought the conservative Republican side, um, white folk, y'all were so 10 toes down on being anti-cancel culture, but you are praising and applauding the backlash that is coming from Will Smith and the different things that is that are removing themselves from him. Found that very hypocritical, but at the same time, you're dealing with people that places their principles and their morals and ethics on political stances. So, you know, being hypocritical doesn't really matter um, to them anyway. They they only hate cancel culture when it's them being canceled. This is true. This is true. They don't give a Rudy Toot shoot about Will Smith? Nope. Well, because, you know, to them, you know, Will Smith represents, you know, he's the privileged. He's, you know, represents those on the left and in Hollywood. And they, you know, push all these liberal agendas that's going to destroy our country. So if something happens to them, then hooray, that's what you get. You evil, you evil, mischievous liberal person. You that's right. That that's this country that, has basically already been destroyed. Y'all just ain't realized. They just yet. haven't realized exactly, exactly. Um, so later on, like almost immediately with this backlash, it was announced that Will and Jada would do a red table talk. Like almost immediately, it was like the next day after he slapped Chris Rock. Like the next day, it was announced that oh he he's going to be doing a red table talk, and I thought. You know what? Sit your ass down. Like sit, sit down. Cause now it seems more like a PR thing and more like a platform thing. And it it seems like it bolsters my stance that a particular person creating chaos and then now is trying to monetize the chaos. Um so I'm like, why are you sitting on a red table talk? To do what exactly? To talk about what exactly? The why last you time. slept Chris Rock? Yeah. And, but it's like, we get it. You say that you did it out of love. Love makes you do crazy things. That's not love. Mm. At least not the healthy type of love. So what exactly are you going to talk about on this red table talk? You're going to sit there with that same face that we made a meme out of you for the last three years. But it gets, but you know, the, the interesting things continues on. August Alcina comes out with a new song almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> August Alcina releases a song. Oh my goodness. And he's making and he's he's talking about Jada in a new song. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh. All I got to say is. That old ass pussy. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. Musa. <laughs> I'm just saying. That man. That <laughs> listen. He is gone over Jada. He's yeah. gone over Yep. Her. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Yep. It is. 
it, it it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh the new song, which I don't even care to detail, um he drops a new song and he's announced that he's gonna be releasing a tell all book detailing the affair that of he's having. So. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Listen, you got to yes. strike while the iron is hot. And August Alcina right. was waiting. He, he was said, waiting. I <laughs> am getting to my bag. You hear me? August I'm going to get to the. <laughs> I'm going to get to the money and make everybody oh, mad. Oh, man. Yeah. Listen, That's he's, he's publishing doing. a book. Yes, sir. <laughs> And I ain't mad at him at all. I'm not mad either. I'm not mad either. Your paper, sir. I'm not mad either. But I wonder what. Well, we all know that you know there ain't no slap going this way. But here's the thing uh, that that I see again. I I just I mentioned it in the last pod that that toxicity just oozes from this situation. Just so toxic. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. One, our culture. And it's almost like a societal norm that we now praise and normalize toxicity, um, mm. especially when you look at, you know, social media and, and uh, women who like they praise being toxic. And it is it's it's destroying us, the the fabric of relationships and the sanctity of of relationships and marriage and this, that and the third. No, all that goes by the wayside. Boundaries are ignored boundaries are dismissed and it's all about that toxic element uh that you think you want and here's why i understand you want it because toxicity brings about a level of unpredictability wild behavior which i'm not even going to get super scientific but it's, it's all about the dopamine like that next hit that that euphoria type of thing and it's that next high in the relationship. So say you're, you're, if you're in a stable, a stable marriage or a stable relationship, things may get a bit predictable, right? You know, because they're stable, everything's together, everything's in order. Uh, and now that is being viewed in a negative light. No, that's too boring. That's too predictable. You need excitement and fun. And so this toxic behavior uh, comes about and this whole game of honestly narcissism uh, and other personality disorders comes into play, and the the fight for that next hit, that next high, is almost as if people are treating each other almost as if a gambler who's addicted to gambling. You know, uh, the the main reason that people are addicted to gambling is that dopamine hit that 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 excitement of unpredictability like you don't know maybe this could be the one where you hit it big and it, it's it's almost a chemical imbalance we're creating a chemical imbalance within our society and culture when we're dealing with relationships with people and if you want to make a poster example of it will and jada will and jada that jada that will has been spending almost 20 years trying to please and love a woman who is putting him through hell, who I said don't even loves him the way he loves her because, again, she she's still in love with Tupac. And other people who are cashing in and monetizing the drama 
and the toxicity because again through our culture we have reality tv they thrive off of toxicity and drama so hey someone like august i've seen is like all right last time this happened with the red table talk and this entanglement i came out with an album i don't know how well it did but hey I, I got to strike while the iron is hot. August Alcina is doing it again. Oh, I'm going to drop a new song and I'm going to release a book. <laughs> and now they're going right back on the red tabletop. Um, and it's absolutely insane. So Jada makes a, a statement now. Jada comes out and he's like, and she's like, oh, I just wish that he didn't do that. He didn't have to do that. I wish he didn't. I don't need protecting. He doesn't need to protect me. Her words. So he did what he did to protect oh her. Listen, you see what I'm saying? You see? Oh, <laughs> he did what he did. Oh and I did this goodness. to protect in honor of my wife and mm. women all over the world. That's right. You got to protect, protect black women. Yeah. And he had to protect his wife. And she came right out after y'all did all that and said, he don't need to protect me. I don't need protection. <laughs> but you see, and then Oh, I wish she didn't do that, but you were sitting there laughing. The when he slapped Chris Rock, she laughed. <laughs> she laughed. Help me help me understand this, ma'am. <laughs> make it make it make sense, please. She Confused has been... minds wanna know. I, I'm I'm just curious because now with this stuff coming out, I'm looking at everyone who made these arguments as far as that's what you're supposed to do, protect your 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 wife and protect your girl and da 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 uh to the point to where it hit a little close to home. A friend of mine showed me a text exchange he had with a girl he was talking to. And the girl literally asked him, Hey, if we're out and someone disrespects me or talks rude to me, what would you do? And he was like, well, I would tell him to watch his mouth and we'll continue on with our day, you know, if we're on a date or whatever. She responds to him like, wait, you mean to tell me that's all you're going to do? You, you mean, uh, and he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get all in my feelings and, and do this. You know, he talks to him, I'm going to tell him to watch his mouth and, you know, he's not going to affect what we got going on. So, so he's, so she's like, oh, that's weak. That's weak. You, you, you're not going to, uh, you know, nah, you're supposed to put him in this place and you're supposed to defend me. And I'm like, is she using the, the, the Will and Jada thing as a hypothetical to see? So he says, so no, but look, I'll finish this. He says, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. He said, I'm not going to jail for assault and getting into a fight because someone runs their mouth. I'm going to check it, but that has nothing to do with us. That's that's not affecting us. And it's like, so what, what are you talking about? I'm not going to do that. She was like, oh, oh, you soft. She called him soft. I'm like, what? She's like, oh, you soft because you won't go and fight for me? Now, here's one thing, and I'm going to pass it off to you. Here's one thing that we do know. The numbers, statistics show that a lot of men that are in jail they go to jail because of a woman. They go to jail because of stupid shit like this to where a woman gets a man involved in something that he has to pay the consequence for and he's in jail. Now he has a record. Now this, he faces the consequences for being egged on 
by a stupid woman. And now I got to defend her honor and blah, 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 blah. And then he, now, now he's gone. And while he's off the jail, you off with another man. <laughs> so it's like, it trips me out, man. She showed me that text thread and I, my jaw dropped like, like this bitch did not, did not. Okay. This woman did not use this Will and Jada scenario to try to determine the quote unquote value of this man. And Deemed him soft for not being or taking the toxic route. <laughs> and I'm like, Lord help us because we we you are know, we are gone. Go ahead. I just think it is really ignorant mm-hmm. that our go-to is violence yeah. whenever somebody disrespects. First of all. I'm not going to jeopardize everything that I've worked for because somebody wants to be stupid and run their mouth. Right. Run your mouth all you want to because you know what? Especially if I'm Will Smith, run your mouth all you want to. Run it. Because you know what? I got more money than he got more money than Chris Rock. Chris Rock? What are you worried about Chris Rock? What Chris Rock got to say? Chris Rock ain't paying his bills. And you sit. And I just think that it is so freaking toxic for a woman to think that. First of all, it's words. I can see if somebody's putting their hands on you. Right. Okay. Then nigga go off. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yep. Go off. But words. Come on now. Come on. That's just not people how the gonna world talk. Works. People gonna talk about you till you are dead in the grave and after. Uh-huh. Okay? It don't matter. It does not matter. If you are securing yourself, you know who you are. And I'm not saying words don't hurt. Right. But you can easily come back with more words. <laughs> to tell you the truth, yeah. if you got to say something or if you got to check something, use your words. Why don't you have a good enough vocabulary to express how you feel without using your dang on fists? Yep. Like, it's not necessary. Violence is not always necessary. In some cases, it is. Like, if somebody has the nerve to put their hands on your woman, and no, mother, I am on a podcast. Crazy, yo. She's crazy. <laughs> she got some two cents she wants to put in. 
<laughs> she said, can I be a part of this conversation? Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but she was like, well, you're so loud. Man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm always loud when I'm on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Shout but, out to moms. Shout out to moms. <laughs> yes. My beautiful mother. I love her. <laughs> but dang, I forgot what I was saying. Like if if this is 40. <laughs> if they're putting their, their hands on you or they're being physical, yeah. You know, absolutely if physically yeah. disrespecting your woman, I don't have a problem with you right. getting physical with somebody. Because uh-huh. that's a no no. That's a no no. But really, words, you can check them. You can yep. check them without getting physical. Now, if they get physical with you, by all means, by put the all means on you, them. You are free. At that point, it is considered self-defense and you can do whatever you need to do. But right. it's like what, what people don't understand is, and th- th- this is specifically more, you find this in the black community. Um where we do have a thing, all right, you run your mouth, you know, if, if you got the courage to say whatever you say, then I, I got the courage to go up in that mouth. You know, I, I, I got the courage to, I got the, the right to check you, you know, um, there, there are a lot of things and triggers that we justify violence for, that we justify fighting for, you know, if you talk out the side of your mouth, then it, I got the right to slap the shit out your mouth. You know, I like I, I got the right to slap whatever needs to be done to shut you up for, for disrespecting me. But I always find that to be a little weak. I find it to be a little uh, a cop out. And it shows we don't have self-control. It shows that right. we are emotionally driven and we have this sense of pride and ego that is not really showing the strength of a man. It's showing this more rooted in insecurity It's more rooted in insecurity and a fragile sense of self to where just mm-hmm. someone saying something to you is going to set you off to where you have to resort to fighting them, slapping them, punching them, whatever the case may be, to prove that you ain't the one, right? And it's like, but, and as I mentioned before, there are a lot of dudes who are in jail right now who've done time because they they thought they needed to prove that they weren't the one or they were about that life or they were cut like that. Mm-hmm. They were cut from that cloth or whatever synonymous thing you want to say. And it has ruined men's lives just over the fragile sense of ego and I'm a man. And a lot mm-hmm. of times it's and don't even know what being a man really don't even know is. what being a man is. And a lot of those times it comes from the encouragement and the activation from a woman. Ooh, oh, you're going to let him talk to me like that. And then you go off and do what you do. Now you into some trouble and that woman who got you in that trouble is gone. And so it's just in this particular example that I gave in the text thread is like for me being the bigger person and understanding. Yeah, you may be disrespectful. I'm going to check you a hey, watch your mouth. But it doesn't mean to the point to where I'm going to go out of my day, alter my plans and do whatever, blah, 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 to quote unquote address you. Because overall in my life, you're absolutely irrelevant to me. Yeah, we can talk about it. It may rattle a cage or two, depending on what's being said. But like, I understand the bigger picture of things. 
to where no my masculinity and my manhood and blah 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 and my ability to protect my woman isn't lined up with me fighting every single person who says something out the side of their mouth like that's not what a man is it actually shows that you are weak in my opinion that shows you are fragile because that also tells me that that's a weakness that if whatever I want you to do the only thing I need to do is press that button of, of this fragile ego because you always got to make sure that I'm I'm like this that I'm that everybody knows that I'm cut like that and you don't know how easily manipulable I don't even know if I said that right say say what manipulable <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that how you say the word how you're able to at be easily manipulated Manipulated. There you go. Yes. That because I don't know what you were saying. Manip- manip- right. See, now I gotta look. No. Yes. That's not. I, no. I got to do it. See, this is my. Just say easily now. manipulated. How easily manipulated <laughs> you can. So just. Just. Oh, I think I said it right. Manip- manipulable. I think I said it right the first time. Capable of being manipulated. Manipulable. Oh, I said that. Now I'm about to look. Yes. Manip- you said manipulable. Yep. Is what I, think, I think I did. <laughs> manipulable. I think I said that. I think I did. I think I did. See, see now this, I'm talking about fragile egos and stuff. And here I am <laughs> talking about words. I got it right. Yeah, manipulable. Yeah. Just check it out. Check it out. Yep. Manipulatable. Manipulatable. Wow. See, yeah. Yep. That that's 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 a tongue twister. That's a doozy. But I said it. Manipulatable. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah, we just derailed the whole thing about how to how to properly pronounce manipulatable. But I did. All right. All that to be said, circling all around, all the way around. It just shows that you are a, um, you're weak, and it shows how easily you're able to be manipulated from anybody. From <laughs> stop laughing at me. <laughs> stop laughing at me. <laughs> But no, nah, that, that's it. And so the, the final decision has come down from the Oscars. So the, the Academy, cause of course, he resigned from the Academy uh, and, and mm-hmm. they accepted his resignation. And on top of that, they issued a 10-year ban on Will Smith from, from the Academy and its, um, its events. So he would be able to come back to an Oscar event in 2032. 2032. And... You know, he, he he says he humbly accepts the decision. And honestly, at, at, at this point. Ain't like you had a choice, sir. Yeah, it's not like you had a choice. But then I'm just like, all right, from the Academy side, you know, this whole 10 year ban. Like, but he keeps his Oscar. So it's like you still want an Oscar. So it's like, how would that work? How would that work? Are you going to like not? show up like say if you still do movies like will you never be nominated for an oscar for 10 years like how would that work like how are they going to enforce that or you just can't come in the building 
like, but maybe you can still be nominated. Like, I don't know how that works. Um, but I, I just like okay. All right, and the last bit they ain't even gonna they ain't gonna let him be nominated. Nah, I, I know that I nah. know that, but it was he, just they like ain't gonna let him be nominated. Yeah, anymore. so. So enjoy your Oscar, niggas. So there's the last one, most likely you're ever gonna, because he's 53 now. So he'll be 63 when when this band is lifted. So it's like, all right. Um, but the last I don't thing, know if he got staying power like yeah, Denzel and Danny Glover. Them. This is true. So the the last thing that I saw was a little clip that Jada put up. Um, and honestly, it just, it, it just, it pisses me off. Like it pisses me off and I feel so, so bad for Will. So I'm just going to play this video. Y'all check this out. You know, Esther Perel is coming to the table. She's going to be at the red table. Would you say she has been instrumental in you and I redefining our relationship? I would say, don't just start filming me. Without asking me oh my goodness. if you could film Astaire, me. Astaire, come help us again, please. I'm still dealing with foolishness. Don't. No, nah, no, nah, she, yeah, because she, don't just. Would you say that she helped us heal the hurts that we caused between one another? My social media presence is my bread and butter, okay? So you can't just use me for social media and not, you know, don't just start rolling. I'm standing in my house. Don't just start rolling. Don't Please stop. watch a stare at the red table because she's helped us a lot. Don't Can you just want to. Don't you just. I just. Will Smith. I, I know you probably would never hear this. And I'm never the one that's going to advocate for divorce. But at some point, bruh. Bruh, get out of there. Get out of there. This was this was posted today. The date of this recording is uh April 8th. This was put up today. So like tell me that wasn't toxic right there. Like, what are you talking about? And why you got this camera in my face in my house? To Talk about redefining our relationship. Bitch, I'm your husband and you're my wife. What, what is there to be redefined? All oh, the hurts that we've caused one another. I don't, just looking at her just oozes. Like it just oozes. Like all I just, it's like I just see green pus just oozing out of all of her orifices. Like it just, she just looks nasty to me. Like it's crazy. You know, Esther Perel is coming to the table. She's going to be at the red table. Would you say she has been instrumental in you and I redefining our relationship? I would say don't just start filming me without asking me. Oh, my goodness. If you could film Astaire, me. Esther, come help us again, please. I'm still dealing with foolishness. Don't. No, nah, no, nah, she, yeah, because she like, just don't. Look just, at his face. Like, his face is like. That she helped us heal the his, his face right here. My social it's just media like, presence is my bread and butter. Okay, right here. So you this can't face. just use me for social media. To me, it just not, screams. You know. Three, two, one.
Get out of my face, woman. <laughs> One, two, One, three. One, two, three. What the heck is bothering it's me? like, but I know, like, but <laughs> just in, in the words of Silk Sonic, Bruno Mars, and Anderson Pack, congratulations on all your Grammy wins. This face also says, this bitch got me paying the rent. <laughs> <laughs> paying the rent, paying for trips. <laughs> diamonds on the neck, diamonds on the wrist. And here I am all alone. Oh, I mercy. Oh, my God, man. Just. We'll get out, man. Get out. But see, they they playing it off like Will is joking, but I no. kind of got the feeling that he really ain't. Joking. He's not joking. His face, like his face, he's just like because you're like, bro, I'm, I'm standing in my house. Cause like I don't, I don't even see how that will be considered a joke because it's like, what are you, what are you talking about? First of all, you you dragging me to this red table talk again. This is not at, at his request. This is not his idea. Hey, hey, can, can, can you bring me on the red table talk? No. <laughs> this is all her. And then you're going to blast me still? Like, everything that she has done for the last five years is just basically just... Just... St- just I don't even know. Just knives in the back, knives in the side. Just insane. Insane. And that's just that. And and here I'm, I'm gonna show one more video because this is what I feel. Because someone went to the word of God. Uh, someone went to the word of God when it comes to dealing with women like, uh, like Jada. And I I need I need your opinion on this. <laughs> Check this out. Y'all keep missing the point with this oh, Oscar slap. The entire point is that evil women cannot grow hair. When a woman is evil and doesn't submit to her husband, the Lord will snatch all her hair out. It's a curse in Isaiah 3.17. But most people don't know how prevalent it is today because most women cover it up with wigs and hair extensions. In Isaiah 3.17 says, Therefore the Lord will bring sores on the heads of women of Zion. The Lord will make their scalps bald. So this girl is saying that the reason Jada lost her hair is because she's been a toxic bitch and hasn't been a good wife. Well, I ain't nobody's wife, so tell me why I'm losing my hair. Oh, no. (laughs) So that, that was the most interesting take I saw. I was like, oh, someone went to the scriptures. Someone went to the word. And it's like, oh no, she has she's been toxic and, and unsubmissive to her husband and blah 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 blah. So that's why her hair fell out the way it did. Uh, but I it's just it's just crazy. But me given my out outtake and outlook that people are evil, yeah. I, I see evil on that woman, not even gonna lie. And just the 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 gaslighting. And I know that's just a, a hot, a hot take. You know, a word is a very trendy word now. But mm. seriously, the 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 gaslighting is insane. It's insane, and I, I just just even with that, the way she posed the question, yeah. Um, 
and the timing of it is just why? Yeah. It, it, it like it just again like what are you doing? Like it didn't even make it didn't make sense. Like to to put on the camera and ask this stupid ass question like. I just literally jeopardized my entire career for you just why now. Why didn't you just say it? Why didn't why don't you just say it by yourself? If it's an advertisement for your dang going red table talk, why don't you just say, I'm excited to bring a stare, whatever uh-huh. her name is, to the table, to the red table. She has been instrumental in uh helping me and Will in our marriage and blah 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 blah. Whatever, say that. This. But bringing, you know, walking up on him, saying, "Hey, wouldn't you say that Miss Stare, whatever her name is, has been instrumental in helping us redefine our relationship?" Like, what are you talking about? I'll just, I'll just. And he continues. First of all, how do you, how do you, how do you? Because here, here's the thing that I see with that. Because he was like, you know what? Social media is my, is my bread and butter, uh, my bread and butter. And we talked about this last pod as far as how he moves on social media. He, he wants to control his narrative and he wants control to control what's to be seen. And for the longest time before he even got on social media, he wasn't right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and for the last three years on social media, the very thing that I use as my leveraging, uh, as my leverage, my negotiating power and da, 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 you've been tarnishing and bringing all that down to where I'm nothing more than a meme and a joke. And here you are yet again. And as I tell you, I just like for you to not do this instead of listening. And stopping the video and doing what you said, if this was an advertisement. An advertisement. Okay, I know I said that wrong. But <laughs> if this wasn't was an advertisement, then you could put that phone right on yourself and say, hey, red table talk, we got blah 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 coming through. And she has helped us in our marriage, blah blah blah. Tune in as we this, that, and the third. But no, you put it, oh no, come back and help us, because I'm still dealing with foolishness. See, this bitch. Got me paying the rent. <laughs> so I'm just like, come on, man. But that's it. All right. 40 minutes of talking about Will and Jada. And I'm just, I'm just done. But that just Will get out, man. Get out. Get out. Yeah, because Jada got that teacup and spoon uh-huh. going on you. You in the sunken yeah, place. Absolutely. And it's really sad when a black woman. Your own got you uh-huh. in place. That's and it's even worse when you. you have women that's condoning this and not even willing to take accountability to see where the problem really lies. And just oh, protect black women, protect because I, I see that that sentiment being echoed louder and louder as the week going by, and I'm like, I don't understand what are y'all seeing and I just like just the dynamic of the black community is so fractured in so many different ways and it's just like I I would just go so far to say I I just wonder if we actually are cursed as a people because just 
It's, it's just crazy the things that we go through and how disjointed and separated and fractured and we we war against each other. The biggest threat to us is honestly us today. We are each other's biggest threats and our own worst enemies. And it's like, I just want, I just wonder why do we continue to stray further away from one another? That it's just almost impossible to us for us to actually unite. We are politically, we are manipulated and deceived and we've been, been manipulated and deceived to literally turn against one another to where if there is an oppressor, it's us. So like what's, what's, what's happening with us. And it's heartbreaking to see. They taught us to oppress ourselves. And just like, just the the greatest act of manipulation and the greatest act of just destroying, dismantling a community. Because we war against ourselves, black men and black women. The, The idea of the family and just the fact that we will watch each other burn and think that we are advancing everybody else's agenda, movement campaign at the expense of ourselves and it's heartbreaking to see it's heartbreaking to see our community so disjointed and just crazy i give you another couple let me pull this up right quick um megan good megan good and devon franklin Mm -hmm. right so megan good is quote-unquote back on the streets and we are watching us celebrate it. Thank God she's back. The church almost had her. So glad she escaped the church. She's back. Glad to have you back on the street, sis. And since the announcement of the divorce, you know, you've seen her. You've seen Megan Good and all the goods. You know, Miss Good if you're nasty. That's that's something she wore to a basketball game. And everyone's just so everyone's applauding her from escaping Pastor Devin Franklin, the husband after nine years or so. So she's back in the rumors for having a new boo. And her new boo is battle rapper. Known as Disaster, for those who don't know who he is. Um, Disaster is... Like me. In in the battle rap community, is one of the legends. He is one of the pioneers of battle rap becoming the mainstream, well, somewhat mainstream that it is. I'll go, I'll go in for not so much mainstream, but disaster is one of the pioneers that made battle rap a multi-million dollar industry today where leagues, battle rappers get paid 30, 40, 50, up to a hundred thousand dollars to battle. Like it is a big deal. Streaming platforms, caffeine, Twitch, all these other big companies have, have now come down on battle rap and invested in battle rap and it's a multi-million dollar industry now and disaster is one of the guys who made it possible so I'm seeing if I can find a, a, a picture here just so you can see I got it you got it 
Mm-hmm. Yep. That's disaster, but this I'll I'll show it an updated picture because this is the picture that was um that was uploaded on Twitter. And this is what's sparking all the rumors and stuff now. But it's not so much of them being together. So this is this was taking taken a few days ago. And now they're dating rumors that they're together. They're dating. You know. But the narrative here, as you see, so you see disaster, you know, tatted up. You know, um, he's not black. He's like Armenian or something like that. But he's basically been in black culture. He blah, 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 blah. He's one of those ones like Eminem we somewhat give a pass to. Uh, but but not like he says, you know, the N-word or anything like that. But all that being said, it's not even so much about disaster. It's just the stark contrast of who she was married to versus who she's dating now. And everyone's like, Oh, we knew it. So the narrative now is, oh, we knew it. We knew it. He was a square. Talk about Devon Franklin. Oh, he was a square. He 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 wasn't treating her right. He wasn't doing her right. He wasn't getting it right. And she was bored and she needed out. She needed to escape that. I'm so glad she escaped that. And she got her a real man. She got her a real nigga. Even though, you know, he ain't black. But, oh, she got someone, you know, a, a real dude. That's what they're saying. That's what the women are saying. You know, and the the phrase nice guys finish last has been brought up time and time and time again in the last few days given this picture here. And I just laugh. I laugh because it's like as y'all are praising Megan Good for coming back to the streets and now she got her, you know, a thug nigga, you know, and, and she seems to be quote unquote winning. Y'all do not know. It was Devon Franklin who filed for divorce. Not Megan Good. So it was Devon Franklin saying, I release you back into the streets because right now the standard of what I have and what I need for a wife, you're 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 not fulfilling that. And as we talk and as we go through conversations, we decided that, you know what, it's best for you to just go back to the streets. So are nice guys really finishing last? Because at some point, what I need Will to take from this situation is the fact that at some point, you are going to have to man up. And I know that you try to do everything you can to keep your family and your marriage together. But at some point, at some point, you're going to have to take it on the chin, take the L, and walk away. Because, of course, everyone's like, but it's Megan Good. How can you say that to Megan Good? Do, do, do you see her? Do you see her? Do you see how she looks? Oh, she, she's a baddie. How, how can you let that go? Easy. What's up? What's up? Okay. Talk to me. First off, I don't understand how them two got together in the first <laughs> Well. I don't. I never did understand it. Uh-huh. I yep. I tried to go with it when they were talking about, you know, how 
you know, Megan was talking about she prayed for him. Yep. You know, for God to send, and he was an answer to her prayers and all that. Uh huh. But he's a pastor. Uh huh. And she tends to play thoughty roles uh-huh. in movies. So I didn't understand the dynamic because there's a certain image that comes with being a first lady. Yep. So I was trying to figure out how that gonna work when this chick be having her titties out and the legs, you know, hot thigh high splits and everything. Yep. You know how how that how that's gonna work when you supposed to be up here ministering to folk and the men in the church can't concentrate on what you're saying because they're too busy looking at your wife. And her revealing stuff. Yep. And I'm not trying to, I'm, you know, I'm definitely, well, I'm not the most, I I can be conservative. Yep. You know, but other times I'm like, hey, get all these roles. I don't care. You know, titty sitting up, whatever, you know, I just, whatever. But I am also not a pastor's wife. Right. Nor am I trying to be. Okay? So, my thing is, for what he was trying to put out, she didn't fit that. Yep. And no matter how she may have kind of toned it down, and the words that were coming out of her mouth were something what more spiritual. Yep. I feel like maybe that was never really her. Bingo. And she was trying to be something that she wasn't. Bingo. And that is why it all started to fall apart. Yep. Because he really is who he is. And she was trying to be something to fit in to what the life that he had, yep, the ministry he had, and what he was putting out there. She was trying to fit into that, but she ain't that. She was trying to play a role. She is not that. Uh-huh. She was trying to play a role. And it all started falling apart because you can only play a role for so long. Exactly. When that ain't really you. You can only keep up the facade for so long. (laughs) And I'm not saying that I think Megan Good's a bad person. Right. No. But I don't think he's, I don't think she's his person. Uh Uh-huh. No. Not at all. Not for what you want to do. The interest at the core of who you really are is not the person for him. And... Let's no, just be honest. We, we don't even have to talk about making good specifically. Let, let's just talk about the need that women, and we can say men, so we'll just say everybody, the need for in relationships of people who want to be with a particular person, 
with ulterior motives. And not to say those ulterior motives mm-hmm. are necessarily bad, but ulterior motives meaning that you compromise or fabricate a piece, part, or completely yourself to be around a particular person, to be with a particular person. And a lot of times when I now, now I am specifically talking about women. When you talk, when women want to get with the person, it's to either clean up an image or to be with someone who they themselves want to be. And it's like, well, I will fake it until I make it, but it's not genuine. And honestly, it's fake. It's a performance. And as you said, you can only uphold a facade for so long. She up she upheld that facade and played that role for nine years. And eventually, actors forget their lines. And the mask. I don't know if she I don't think she uh kept up the facade for nine what? years. I think Devon Franklin tolerated it. You know, tolerated uh-huh. it. He found I think he found out a while back. This is true. But I think he in the interest of trying to not wanting to get a divorce, uh-huh. trying to make it work, he didn't he he let it go nine years. This is true. But then it was finally like, okay, who you are is in direct conflict with who yeah. I am. Uh, the, who you really and my, are my life calling. Uh-huh. And who I my life calling. So unfortunately, this is not going to work because my the calling on my life is stronger than the love that I may have for you. This is true. I got to do this. God called me to do this. But you, you know, as much as I love you, I can't. This is detrimental to what God has yep. called me to do because you are unequally yoked. Right. And you you played a part to show that we could or we were. But honestly, ultimately, I agree with you to where it just it didn't look like the right parents like, huh? Her and him? How was that going to work? And it didn't. From the get go, I was like, I don't know. And then they came out with when they came out with that book, The Weight. Uh huh. I mean, it was the book was not given what it it, it was supposed to be given. Uh-huh. Like it was just not never quite <sighs> never quite drove know. any point or message home. It was just kind of like surface. Mm-hmm. It was it was it very deep surface. enough. Yep, didn't go deep enough. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and it was like uh, because all they had—I don't know—I just never. Yeah, because all they had was surface level. Was stuff. surface their relationship was surface all level surface. connection. Yep, surface level connection. And that's all it was. When it surface was time to really go connection. deep and to really get rooted into the relationship, there was no root. There, there was no root there, and so it, it goes back to the. The point of everyone, and I'll say I'll say this for everyone, but in this particular case, I'm talking about women. There's always two versions, and I'll say this for for I'll open it up for everybody. 
There's two versions of yourself. The who you want to be portrayed as and who you really are. And mm-hmm. nine times, 9.999 times out of 10, the version that you portray yourself to be is always better than what you feel you really are. So for you to get with a particular person, a distinguished person, a sophisticated person, an intelligent person, a successful person, you will put on the portrayal to get that person or to be with that person. Saying that if I continue this portrayal, then I will assimilate, learn, and then become what I portray. But that comes from a performance that where you yourself really don't even believe. So I'll say it, I also say it like this. There was uh, an, another guy that I, that I was uh, listening to on the podcast and he was like, you know, when you're dealing with women, they, they look at, at men uh, two different ways. It's like the guy that uh, they see themselves having a family with, having a baby, baby names, you know, how their lives will be, one that they will settle down with and then there's the side where they deal with the person that they just want to, they just want to fuck, right? Um, and just this contrast dealing with Megan Good, Devon Franklin is the guy that I can see myself settling it down with. I can settle down. I can have a family, this, that, and the third. So, you know, I will put on that portrayal to get this type of life. But the dude she with now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, that ain't just women. And this is true. This is absolutely true. Absolutely true. Guys as well. Uh, but just from my personal experience, yeah. Because I know where I've always lied. I've always been the guy that, oh, I can have a life with him. I can settle down with him. And so a portrayal is given to where you feel like you have to be this type of woman to get my attention. And as time goes on, the mask continues to slip. And then I finally see you for who you really are. And then you have no choice but to go because I've seen the real you and understand that up until that point where that mask is, you know, completely slipped and fell off. And I finally see you for what you really are and where your, where your real values lie and, and really where your head's at. And now I understand why I couldn't have a deeper relationship with you why I really couldn't connect, why I always felt like in the back of my mind, something is just off about you. And I can't quite put my finger on it. Then when I finally see it, see, that's what it is. And nobody wins in that situation. So it's like, even if this is what you want as far as in a person, it will still be, I believe, a better chance if you would just come real as who you are. And it's better to try it authentically and it not work quickly than y'all spending three, four, five plus years together trying to play a part and it still fail and you've done nothing but waste everybody's time. And that's also speaking to guys as well. But, you know, just, you know, I'm I'm all about the vagina. So that's only my, my particular instance. But yeah. yeah. 
My problem is I treated both the same way. Uh-huh. Both the dudes that I could see myself settling down with and the ones that I just wanted. Uh-huh. To. I treated them both like ones I just wanted. God. <laughs> <laughs> So you didn't care. You didn't care. Man, I had I had issues, uh-huh. okay? I had some serious issues as far as wanting being it was I had a bad experience uh-huh. where I really really loved someone or right. you know at what I knew love to be yeah. at the time. Okay. Really, really love someone. Hurt me. Hurt me, hurt me, hurt me. And so then after that, um, you know, it kind of made me scared yeah. to really put myself really out put there you, like you know, that again. And it's like, I'm going to get them before they get me. And then... Uh, after that situation, I had another situation where the guy was trying to play me. And even though I wasn't like really into him Uh, like that at the time, he still was trying to be grimy. And it was like, they all this way. So then it was like, okay. Um, and then, you know, with daddy issues combined with them bad experiences, it was kind of like, okay, so this is how I'm about to play right. this. I get what I want. Leave my feelings out yeah. of it. And that was, of course, not healthy. <laughs> no, not at all. But I understand. And, and uh the closest I got again to actually like really, really I really did have feelings, but it was like I would sabotage it because I was scared that they didn't feel all the way the same way as yeah. me. And it was going to end up being a bad situation. So I was sabotaging. So that, that's, that's how I went. I was for, for a long time. And it took me a long time to even figure out where all of that came from. Yeah. Why I was like that. Yeah. And really I didn't, figure out the exact origin of it until like a few months ago uh-huh. when the person that hurt me came back into my life. Right. And it was kind of like, oh, okay, that's kind of where it, when it all started going downhill. Yeah. When I started turning my feelings off. Okay, I got it. And it was kind of a full circle moment. It was like, okay, well, 
I know now that I'm healed from yeah. it, which is great. But I'm like, it's too late now. I don't really feel like being bothered. <laughs> but I get that. <laughs> like it's 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 hard out here in mm-hmm. these streets now. It's like I don't know that I really want to sift through all these ancient uh-huh. niggas to get to the right one. So it's like, okay, guy, if you really want me to be with somebody, you know what? You have to roll down the sheet from heaven like you did for Peter. <laughs> you have to have his face on there. You have to have his name and say, hey, this is the uh, one. And then that's, yeah, that is the it. only way that it's going to work for me. I, I haven't had um, an extensive time as, as an ain't shit nigga. Um, but I've done some shit to where I know that I've deliberately have hurt some people. And regardless of the context, it's a it's just a particular mindset. And honestly, it's it's a selfish mindset. Cause like you say, just you know, and uh and there's just many reasons of why you would develop this thing. It's just it's all about me. And it's all about what you can do for me, more specifically, what I can get from you. Right. And uh, which e- even this time in my my ain't shitness, um that's just what that's what I did. So it's like it's all about what I can get from you. Uh and it wasn't even so much of, you know, I see this person as, you know, a, a wholesome person, someone I can spend the rest of my life with, and this person I just want to legs behind the head like thing. And even when I was doing that, completely cognizant of everything that I that I that I was doing, the choices I was making, blah 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 blah. It always came down to, again, it, it for me it always came down to choice. Like, am I really wanting to do this? And then you have to figure out well why. But again, that that happens. With a lot of different variables, you know, like in your case, someone hurt you. So it was like, well, I'm going to get them before they get me. Like, you know, I'm guarding all these people are out here. They're selfish. So I'm going to get mine. And whatever. And when once I get mine, then that, that's it. Peace. You know, um, and for some, this is all they know. So it was like, all right, I can be a bit more sympathetic. Um, but at the same time, it still destroys people. You know, it all ties back into the, you know, the, the, how people are normalizing toxic behavior and it isn't right. It isn't right for anybody. Um, but one thing I will say for the nice guys, for a vast majority of my life, I've been the nice guy. I've been the good guy. So, you know, in my brief period of being an ain't shit nigga, uh, for the most part, it was always, I always had the best intentions when I got involved in relationships with people and being able to be the nice guy and seeing all the bullshit that women put you through and try to play you. It's always been really easy for me again to spot the bullshit. Um, but that only comes with, it only comes with experience, so to speak. So it was like, I, I compare Megan Good and Devon Franklin and Will and Jada for the simple fact of you may never get the justice that you feel you deserve. Because even now, 
uh, even though Devon Franklin is the one that basically sent Megan back to the streets, the narrative is not saying that. The narrative is Megan's winning, right? Like, she's the one that escaped and so glad. Like, she's the one that's being celebrated right now. He may never be given the, the respect that he deserves as far as understanding that he's been who he's been this whole time. You the one that was putting on fronts and you the one that was trying to portray something that you weren't and creating a dysfunction within our home. And as much as it pained me to do it, I have to let you go. So much so that even if you win, you're the nice guy and you're still going to be perceived as the loser. So it's a understanding and accepting of I may not quote unquote when I have my time in the sun, but I do know within myself that the justice that I receive, the peace that I receive is going to supersede whatever narrative or perception is given. So in the case of Will Smith, it's like I know that you are trying your absolute damnedest to make this work. You've been trying for 20 something odd years and while it's going to make it seem like you've lost, I think enough has been done to where the respect and your peace of like your peace will supersede any temporary pain from escaping and sending her back to the streets because they want to demonize and ridicule, you know, the nice guys finish last type of thing. And that's true to a certain degree, depending on the context of it. But at the same time, being able to finish, you know, it's just, there's just a particular piece there. And there's a maturity there that nice guys have that these quote unquote bad boys and thug niggas and those who, you know, they quote unquote really want don't have. There's a, there's a self-awareness and there is a, uh, a respect and an admiration for life and the lives and the lives around you that other people don't have. There is a considerate nature that other people don't have. And yes, it's good to be selfish to an extent because we all, we all are narcissists to a particular degree. There is such thing as being healthy when it comes to being self-centered and, for empaths, which are normally the, the nice guys, because you're always thinking about other people, how your decisions can affect other people, how this can affect this person, that person. So you you think bigger and outside of yourself. Sometimes you're going to have to reel that in and make those hard decisions. So that's my message for the day. Just and this is not just particular to men, uh, for for women as well, who are empaths, if you will. Or the nice girls who, you know, do everything the right way. You check all the boxes you need to check to make sure that you yourself are one aware of yourself, accountable to yourself, and to make sure that you are doing everything you can to to be that person for whoever you're involved with, and they still shit on you. I know it hurts, and I know it isn't right, but. You cannot let that compromise who you are. Uh, and even though it may look like they're quote unquote winning and you may not receive the justice that you know you deserve. Understanding and having the maturity 
and at peace within yourself to know that the, the right decision was made and your peace surpasses all understanding. You see how I tied that in there like that? Hey, talk to me nice. All right, so I'm done preaching. But th- that's that's basically that. Just these two situations. It's like there's so many lessons and so many topics that can be birthed from watching these two relationships and how these two relationships have gone because there's some parallels there. And of course, there's a, some differences, but some parallels when you see how one man did it versus how another man has done it. Um, and you kind of see the collateral damage uh, and the damage in, in both situations. So that's all I got. That's all I got. So the title of this episode would be manipulatable. <laughs> so, oh I got it. I got it. <laughs> but that's it, man. Any Anything else you want to talk about? Oh, oh, oh. I believe it was you. You you were telling me. Um, oh, did you hear about the story of the the fourteen year old boy who uh, who died riding uh, the, the ride? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see the girl that was doing the interview? Yes. All right. Yes. So we'll we'll end on some 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 rigidity here. Rigidity. Uh, yeah. Some some major rigidity. So that there was a, a tragic accident. There was a 14-year-old a boy who was riding uh, one of the drop zone rides, you know, where they take you way up in the air, but they just drop you. Um, now, he was 14 years old, 14 years old, but he was a, a big boy. He was like 6'2 or something, over 300 pounds. Uh, he couldn't fit on the ride, correct? There was a lot of rides he couldn't fit on because he was too big. Um, and... This ride, he could also not fit on. Like the harness was barely on him. It wasn't latched down correctly to where it will lock you in place as, you know, those who are familiar with amusement rides and how they latch on. Um, He wasn't properly in place. They let him on anyway. And when he went up and it started to to drop, his harness flew open and he fell out. And unfortunately, he fell to his death. Uh, Very tragic. Very tragic. On the scene, there was a particular witness who claimed to be a family member of the guy, uh, of the 14-year-old boy who died. And she gave such a emotional interview. And you know what? It's it's better if I can show you. I, I, I can show you better than I can tell you. It's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Because what makes it so insane is it's the fact that this woman disrespectful man claimed to be family of this boy, but she wasn't. She was just a random person that wanted clout and pretended to be this person's cousin. And and just just I look. I'm, I'm gonna show y'all. I'm just gonna show y'all because I I just couldn't. I could not believe it. I couldn't believe it. Sorry. Let me go and put, pull this up, and then we're gonna go ahead and. Call it a day because we got things to do on this Friday. Absolutely. So let's check this out. Tears flowed from the eyes of Samson's cousin, Shay Johnson, who muttered, It's not right over and over. The harvest thing I had to do was clean his blood up. They didn't even clean it. They left it there and I had to get it up. 
The group released balloons into the sky in his honor before shouting in unison. Supporters came up one by one to console family members. We send in prayers all the way here for you. We pray your strength. I know it's hard, but just know God is ministering to this chick. They're, <laughs> they're ministering to her. But the thing is, they said family members. Yeah. Plural. Supporters went up to family, uh-huh. family uh-huh. members. So who was the people behind her? Was they playing playing too? Like I would what? seems it would seem so because th- this is what they did. So if y'all watch the video when they showed the name, the name showed Shay Thompson, and she was the cousin. So she talking about oh it was so bad I had to go clean up the blood and blah 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 and people coming up to her da 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 da. But then the family members came out and was like, wait a minute. She ain't our family. We don't know this girl. So much so. Here's another video. (laughs) But they realize it. So it's crazy. So you see the update. Shay Johnson. I'm going to say I'm going to play it again. See, they have her identified as Shay Johnson, cousin of Tyree Sampson. That's the, the boy who, who tragically died. But her name is actually Louis Sheena Browning. She, she did all this for clout, put on this Terry show, and then asked for donations. She told this whole story before. I I, I don't have the, the, the video, but she, she gets wild when she talks about, oh, he called me and was like, I can't ride the rise. And I was like, try to ride a ride, baby. And and he finally called me before he got on the ride and said, I can ride. And I told him to ride it twice, ride it for him and then ride it one more time for me. And th- like just this crazy story she concocted, like right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. And then... Ultimately, asked for donations and people was giving evil. her money. Of That's course, just evil and disrespectful. Yeah, like, how disrespectful can you be? Like, if anyone needed to be slapped, if anyone needed that Will Smith slap, it's your mama for naming you yeah, Louis Sheena, especially for naming you Louis Sheena. What the it. fuck? Oh my god! I love my people, but Louis Sheena, oh, just disrespectful. Louis. Sheena, you put that right. together, uh. Louis Sheena. What? If anyone needed that Will that's Smith smack, that Will Smith slap, because you know how he slapped him, you know he did that. Okay. <laughs> Just, like why did uh, why did the other hand go to your shoulder? Like that's why people thought it was fake because the slap looked so looked so weird. <laughs> but good God, good God, so tragic, and I, I hope that. Now that's when that's definitely a, a case where violence. That's when be. violence should be <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> that's when violence. There's a call right. for understandable violence. They just slap the dog shit out of right. her. What? Somebody. Exactly. What? Because that's just disrespectful. I can't. I can't. But man, 
disgusting. I, I, just, I just wonder what goes through your mind to even think that you would do that. Like, wouldn't you think that people will find out? Wouldn't you think if you pretended to be a family member that the family would call you out? Because that's what they did. Wait a minute. She's not our family. Who's this Shay Thompson? She, she must have some doggone mental issues. Because who who does that? Goes through all that just to be on camera. Like, it's and the clout chasing, man. So you can have a hide your kids, hide yeah, your wife. Basically. Moment. Like, really? Basically. Oh Lord, Jesus is a fire. Like that's that's what you That's what you wanted. You wanted your, your time in the sun for what? For donations for not today. Like, <laughs> this is like hide your kids, hide your wife. Oh Lord, Jesus is a fire. This is like Gorilla Glue Girl. Like it just But it's just worse that you fake to be a family member so you can pretend to mourn. Someone's death, a total stranger's death, and you concoct a whole like that's wild. You need your ass beat. That's just you need your ass beat. Like I'm not calling for violence, but I'm just saying you need you need a whooping. <laughs> you need a whooping, a good old fashioned whooping. But that's all I got, man. This is just. Hopefully I'm done on talking on Will Smith and Jada because I, I I know I know we spent a lot of time on it, but it's just it's insane. The lessons and the, the things that you see in this relationship I, I, is I hate to say it, but I I'm with Candace Owens. And she says she pities Will Smith. And I'm like, I, I pity him too. When you make me agree with Candace Owens. You know something's going on. You know something's crazy. When I agree with Candace Owens. <laughs> like, oh my God. But uh, but that's it, man. Listen, I appreciate y'all checking us out. We're still in the uh the revamp niching type thing and just reading and learning and and just getting some stuff down. Um I thank you all. Um KT, anything else you wanted to to go over and you needed to address. Nah, we good. Nah. We are good. Um we good. Okay. So we're gonna get out of here then. All right, y'all. Listen. Oh, it's, it's I drank that whole okay. drink. Oh, this yeah, yeah, it's man. gone. Yeah, definitely. All right, so listen. It's Dante Credo, my big sis KT on behalf of the Talk My Credo podcast. Stay fly, stay blessed. And until next time, peace. All right, now we're going to pee. <laughs> <laughs>